Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at First United Methodist, and I'm glad you could join me for this episode. Uh, This is the last episode before we begin the season of Advent, uh, which... There's a part of me that feels like, how are we again at this uh, season? Um, And part of me that has anxiously been awaiting it. Um, I do. So Advent begins this Sunday, December 3rd. uh, And there's, um, I want to say thank you to all the people who came this week to help decorate the church, uh, the few, the faithful. Uh, If there's ever um, things that go out like that, um, sometimes I think people make an assumption that there's like a team that's already in place that knows what they're doing and has their jobs. And if I come that I'll have nothing to do. And that's not how that works at all. Um, The more hands that come and join in, uh, the quicker the work goes, the more joyful it is. And I think the more pride we can take in in the beautiful uh, decorations of the church. But I do want to say thank you, especially to um, Craig and Tiffany for really um, heading that up and leading the people who came and volunteered and and those that did. Thank you so much. It really adds to our worship during the season of Advent. Um, This Sunday, Uh, coming to worship. This is the week that uh, you are, hopefully you've sent out your invitation to someone to come to church with you um, and then be inviting them into worship for the season of Advent. This, we are beginning a new sermon series for the season of Advent. um, And, and we have kind of all of our special, special rituals and things happening as well. And so that means uh, on this first Sunday, kind of the special things that happen. One, it's the first Sunday of the month. So we will be having communion. Um, Please let your guests know, as I will in the service, that we practice open communion, meaning that anybody can come and share in the sacrament of communion. Uh, We do not close that off at all. So if your guests are from a, uh, maybe have background in traditions um, that are a little more uh, restrictive when it comes to communion, uh, it would be something I think helpful for them to understand that they are welcome at the table. Um, The second thing that we do on the first Sunday of Advent is we will be hanging ornaments during the first song. So during O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, um, you will be invited to come and hang an ornament on the trees that are in the front of the sanctuary. That's something that's that's a tradition of this particular church. I think it kind of goes along. Um, other churches have a tradition around hanging the greens, um, but this is one, one of the ways we kind of give a nod to that. So again, everyone is participating in the staging of um our Advent and Christmas seasons. Uh, We will also be having the beginning of our Advent um, wreath, lighting the Advent wreath candles. And so I'm really excited about that. I've asked our confirmation students uh, and their families and mentors to be a part of that this year um, to really, one, help them be involved in the life of the church and in the worship of the church, for you to see them, for them to uh, be there and be visible and be in service um, to God and worship. So I'm, I'm excited for that as well. Um, We also are planning to have some special uh, gifts for any visitors who come this week, Uh, again, because we have asked you to invite people. So we want to make sure that there are extra um, just little touches that help our visitors know that they are loved and wanted and welcomed. Um, Along those lines, uh, 
I want to make sure we have greeters this week. I want to make sure uh, that we have people that are just ready and willing to have their eyes open um, to how we can greet and welcome and and walk people through services. Um, because if they haven't been to church in a long time or to this church, there might be things that we do that feel a little different. Uh, I'm just going to warn you in advance, um, My one of my goals for the worship this Sunday is to make everybody uncomfortable at least once. <coughs> I have something up my sleeve um, that I think is going to do it, but just know that's something that is up my sleeve for this week. I'm going to make everybody uncomfortable. Um, so that should be fun. Um, we are going to be doing a sermon series uh, based on a book by Will Willimon. He's a, a prominent Methodist uh, theologian uh, called Heaven and Earth. And this is this week is meanwhile. And, and the first week of Advent is always kind of a tough one to grapple with because the first week of Advent, we're always looking um, both back and forward because um, we are remembering um, why Israel cried out for a savior and the longing that they had for, for God to intervene in their lives. And, and that was answered in, in the coming of the Christ child. Uh, but how we still have that longing, we still have that desire for God to intervene in our world, and that there's some things that we just can't make happen that only God can do, um, and that we're still waiting for Christ to return. And so it is this kind of both looking back, but also remembering that we are in that same boat, even though we come after Christ and we have been given the gift of Christ, um, the kingdom of God is not yet fully ushered in, and it has not come to its uh, come to fruition fully. Uh, we are still waiting for that day. And so that is the theme always of the first Sunday of Advent is that waiting, that anticipation, that what do I do in the meantime? And so the sermon is called Meanwhile. And I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always a hard one. It's always a hard one. Um, but I think we've been kind of leading up to it with our, um, lectionary passages uh, for the month of November have all kind of had this theme about uh, when is Christ going to return and what is it going to be like when he returns and the judgment and and those things. And so we've been talking about it already. Um, and then um, we're also going to be acknowledging that uh, Advent is the beginning of a new Christian year for us. This is the beginning. Of, this is our Christian New Year's um, this Sunday. And so uh, the kids are going to be helping me celebrate that in the worship service. So there's a lot going on. I do want you to get on your calendars on the 10th of December uh, after worship. We are going to go caroling uh, with our care casseroles to our um, homebound, um, our uh, members and, and friends. And so um, it's okay if if your definition of singing is making a joyful noise to the Lord, if you can just come and be a part of the group and a part of the joy, uh, we would love to have a sizable group go and, and just offer some blessing and Christmas spirit to, to our, our members that we don't get to see very often or who don't get to be at church with us. And I know every time that I go to visit them, what I hear also from our parish nurse, Susan, as she regularly visits them is that's what they miss the most is the community of the church, um, really being a part of things and and knowing what's happening and, and seeing people, um, 
and seeing people grow and change. And so um, please consider, uh, you know, budgeting a little more time on, on the 10th uh, that Sunday to, to participate in <coughs> caroling with care casseroles. Because not only are we going to bless them with our joyful noise, we're going to bless them with some food made by our lovely care casserole team um, who have just gone above and beyond. They did a Thanksgiving care casserole meal that I've seen people taking and enjoying. And uh, this is an incredible ministry and, and it's just so under the radar, but yet so impactful um, from anyone who's either taken them or who has received them. So I'm really excited about that combination. After the caroling, uh, we'll come back to the church and we'll have some hot chocolate and some treats, uh, courtesy of our missions team. And then the 17th uh, is our children and youth program. They will be doing the service that day, uh, and that will be their Christmas program. And I know that the kids and Tiffany and her crew have been working really hard with them on this. And and it is one of my favorite services throughout the year. So definitely not something you're going to want to miss um, because uh, we have some amazing children and youth in this church. And this is your opportunity to get to see them uh, and to love and support them and remind them that the church is a place where they belong. So that's the 17th. And then the fourth Sunday of Advent is already Christmas Eve. We will be having service on Christmas Eve in the morning for our fourth Sunday of Advent at 10 a.m. And then we'll be having our Christmas Eve services at 4.30 and 7. So 10 a.m. is fourth Sunday of Advent. 4.30 and 7 are Christmas Eve all on the same day. And then we will be not be having a Christmas Day worship service. And so... Um, those are some of the things that are on schedule for the month of December, but really just looking at the Sundays and that you're not going to want to miss one single Sunday. We got something special happening for all of them. Um, and, and that's why we wanted to be very intentional about inviting people in because every week, um, there's something special happening every week. Um, you know, we're getting drawing closer to, to the good news of Christ's birth and, and it's just a really special time in the life in, of the church. And I think it is important um, that we don't let go of that grounding in our in the Advent season because the whole world is going to push you to Christmas. And the whole world, is in our culture especially, is just going to tell you over and over again that Christmas is about, um, do you have the nicest decorated house? Do you have the best Christmas presents? you know, do you have the matching pajamas? Do, have you gone to every activity under the sun um, and every concert and every pageant and every this and every that? Um, and it's really important that we ground ourselves um, in the worship of God during this time, because ultimately that's what Christmas is, is the worship of God, is the celebration of the coming of a savior for us, the ones who need a savior, that's you and me. And so it's really important that in, in every Advent that we are intentional about grounding ourselves in worship and grounding ourselves in the community and rhythms of the church, because that helps us um go through the Christmas season without burning out. <laughs> it helps us go through the Christmas season without stressing out and without losing our focus on what is truly important, which is 
um, that God, we have a God that loves us and has drawn, chosen to draw near to us and become vulnerable and like us um, in order to do so. And that's really incredible. And that's something that no other religion has or has ever thought about, <laughs> you know, like that's just not uh, logical in so many ways to have a God who holds all the power, who set up a system, but then God who says, I'm going to make it possible for, for us to be right. I'm going to do that work. I'm going to do the heavy lifting. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to save you. Um, in every other kind of system of thought, the person with the power is served by those without not um, emptying themselves of their power so that they can save us. And that's pretty incredible. And so I'm very excited for um, for Advent. I know it doesn't sound like it uh, after Thanksgiving and, and all of those consecutive days home with my beautiful children. Uh, I, I think I finally caught whatever it is that they've been uh, trying to give me for the last, I don't know, month. Um, but five days uh, in close proximity did me in finally. So um, yeah, I, I don't quite sound myself, but that's all right. Um, but it, there's a women's night out has their Christmas party scheduled on December 14th, I believe. I haven't heard a men's night out yet. Um, so if you're watching this and you want to let me know, that would be great. Also, thanks to those of you who responded that you have been watching the podcast. Um, I have finally got my five responses and they won a free beverage of choice. So far, I've only given out one beverage um, because I haven't heard what the others wanted. Um, and so I better get on that. But uh, thank you. Uh, it is helpful. This The podcast does take time uh, for us to do every week. And so it's it's important for us to know um, if if you like it to let me know if if there's things you want to hear me talk about let me know if there's people you want to have me talk to or talk instead of me let me know um, we want this uh, one of the things that kind of was always our vision for it was. Um, one, to be another source of information about what's happening in the life of the church. It often can become kind of my way to have you peek behind the curtain or at least to be aware of um, here's the discussions and the conversations that have been happening. This is how this works. To have a little bit more uh, time and freedom to share uh, kind of the thinking and logic behind uh, some of the decisions that get made. Um but also, I mean, in the past, I've done some interviews and things, and so I'd be happy to do that again, um, if if that's something that that you've enjoyed. Um, also, if you're willing to be interviewed, I that's helpful. I've asked some people at different points, and they're like, "There's no way. There's no way I will have a microphone in front of my face." So, uh, to each their own, I suppose. Um, uh, Oh, one of the other things I'm really excited about is I'm so as 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 the pastor, I I'm often working <clears throat> on things that are due this week, but also things like three, four weeks or even maybe a couple months down the road. Um, and I'm really excited. The visioning team has had a couple of meetings so far. We've been brainstorming um kind of a vision for our church and where we want to head. And then um 
in our next scheduled meeting, we're going to start to really get to some brass tacks of um, what is what is that going to look like? What is that going to take? And then how do we cast that vision for the congregation? And so it's been so good. Those conversations have been challenging. It's really hard to um, kind of stay at this level of like, what is it that we could do? What is it that God is calling us to do? What is it that we have to offer? And, um, you know, what dreams do we have? Uh, because it's really easy to kind of discount yourself or to feel like, I don't know, I don't have anything to add. I don't know anything because actually everybody who's been around that table has, has contributed immensely to the work that we're doing. Um, so I'm excited because we're going to be launching some stuff in the new year. We're also going to be doing a sermon series in the new year called Untangling Our Faith. Uh, and we're going to promote it during Christmas. And I'm really excited about it because I've really felt strongly that they're one of the, the things that we can be as a church is a church for people who've been hurt in the past, um, maybe by churches uh, or by Christians or, or by people in leadership, um, but also a, a church for people who um, maybe their faith is shifting and changing and they don't know what to do with that and they don't have anywhere to go with that um, for us to be a church that allows that opportunity to grapple with something and to maybe untangle some unhelpful beliefs um, so that what is left is is um, honoring to God so I'm super excited about that um, and so be on the lookout uh, those are things that are coming up in the new year, because again, that's where my brain is right now. And which is probably why I'm talking about it, because that's where my brain is. Uh, but I do try to work in advance and plan things in advance, partially so that my staff can do as well, um, because the um, musicians like to know in advance so they can plan music accordingly. Uh, we also... Uh, Tiffany and I try to work together based on what I'm doing with what she's doing with the children and youth. And so the more that I can have kind of already figured out, um, the sooner I can do that. It gives everyone an opportunity to be on the same page and to be cohesive uh, as a church and what we're doing. So, so that's really cool. Um, otherwise, the big things are, are, I really hope to see you during this Advent season. Um, I, I encourage you. I beseech you. Is that is that a good biblical word right there? Beseech? I beseech you to be in worship with us, to worship in person if possible, to be shoulder to shoulder with other brothers and sisters in Christ, hearing their voices, seeing their faces, um, uh, fellowshipping with one another, greeting one another with handshakes, uh, and waves and and really um, letting yourself be fully immersed in the community of faith in this incredible season of preparation, of waiting, and of celebration. I'm going to keep this episode short because I think this is about all my voice can handle for today. So until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of What's Going On. We'd love to have you join us for worship here at the church on Sundays at 10 a.m. You can also find us online via our website at firstumcyankton.org or search for us on YouTube.